Hey, this is Mr. Anderson, Anderson, and you are listening to Two Out of Three Falls. Yeah, 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 what up? You know, it's uh, Peter Rosenberg, Hot 97, ESPN, WWE Network, Cheap Heat Podcast. Um, let's see what else. I got mad jobs out here, but right now, talking all things wrestling with my man Randy Cruz, the Cruise Control Podcast. Sit back and stay mage. You're listening to Cruise Control with Randy Cruz. This is the voice of the New World Order. N-W-O. And Neil Furman's secrets of WCW Nitro. Graham Matthews, Bleacher Report, fan, sighted, DT, my man, how you doing? Doing great, Randy. How about yourself? Doing good, man. Can't complain. Getting ready for uh, NBA All-Star Saturday, All-Star game tomorrow. You're not a big NBA fan, are you? I am not, but I am getting ready as we record here. We're an hour out from the Guardians DC Defenders game, so I will be watching that. <laughs> um, okay, we'll start with this. So... Uh, we are taping this on Saturday, so we have from basically last Monday to now to talk about, um, I guess, the biggest news coming out of, of wrestling is the fact that WrestleMania 2021 uh, already announced for next next year in Los Angeles uh, at the new Rams Stadium, which is still currently being built. Uh, they got Tampa Bay. Uh, in April for WrestleMania 36, so WrestleMania 37 will be in LA next year. So I would try my hardest to get to LA next year. Uh, I likely won't be in Tampa for WrestleMania 36. Um, I think it was rumored for a little bit that they were planning on doing WrestleMania in LA next year. The first time it'll be in LA since I think um, oh. Five for WrestleMania 21, right? Correct. Yeah, the last time they were in, I mean, they were in California five years ago for uh, WrestleMania 31 in Santa Clara, but they have not been in LA since WrestleMania 21 and 05, correct? So this would be the third WrestleMania that they had WrestleMania 7, 21, and then 37, right? Yep. Yeah, their third one, as far as I can tell. Yeah. Damn. I wonder why so many, why is such a big gap in between times? Um, I mean, it might be just because you go back and watch WrestleMania 21. I think that was at the Staples Center. Correct. I'm pretty sure it was at the Staples Center. So they don't yeah. do arenas like that anymore, obviously, no. for WrestleMania. It's all about the giant stadiums now, which is why you see them going back to the same cities because they keep going back to the same stadiums. MetLife holds 80,000 people. Mm -hmm. um, the one in Orlando, I mean, they, they, there was a bit of a break there. It was like a 10-year gap, but that held... 70, 80,000 people. The one in Houston, um, was it Houston or Dallas or Arlington? Whatever. For WrestleMania 32, that was an all new stadium. It held 100,000 people. Yeah. yeah. You know? So, I mean, they, they like to go to those big arenas now. Really, wherever the Super Bowl is, you can expect WrestleMania to be there soon after, if not soon before. Um, in New Orleans, another one, the Superdome. They like going there for the, for WrestleMania because it's a huge arena. It's a nice tourist attraction. The only reason why they're going to L.A. is because of that new stadium that is being built up right now. Um, they're going to be there before the Super Bowl. I think the Super Bowl is there um, the following year. So they're going to be one of the first major events in that arena. Um, and it looks absolutely awesome from what I've seen so far. I heard Stephanie talking about it, how the roof is going to be done in a way where it's going to be part of the arena. I mean, that sounds silly, but I mean, in terms of the show, as, as far as like uh, pyrotechnics and like 
like the video walls and stuff that will mm -hmm. basically be one giant titantron which sounds absolutely awesome so right. um it looks really really cool what i've been hearing from what i've seen and uh, like you said i would absolutely love to be there as well i will not be there this year for tampa i plan on going every two years i was there in orlando three years ago i was there last year in new york and i'll probably be there next year in la so uh it should be a fun time i think for me um from a nostalgic standpoint it would have been kind of cool that you know if they announced yeah we're gonna be in la uh next year but they did it at the memorial coliseum uh, where the, the Rams play at now. So for those who don't know, WrestleMania 7 was supposed to be in that Coliseum in 91, but they moved it indoors because the whole Gulf War stuff, and they never got a chance to um, go there, even though they were selling tickets prior to that, and it was going to be sold out, and the whole Gulf War stuff happened, and they had to move it uh, indoors. So they never got a chance to perform uh, in that stadium. It would have been kind of like nostalgic to have it say, you know what, we're going to go, we're going to finally have a WrestleMania in that venue, but I totally get um, if you are going to be in L.A., you might as well be in, in the brand new, newest arena, uh, which is still currently being built. I have no idea how that's going to look um, crazy, I, I, I would assume. So um, pretty cool. They're going back to L.A. next year. Um, they got Tampa to worry about this year. I know we'll get to the card in just a bit, uh, but, but, but good to hear they're going to L.A. Now, if you were booking this, let's let's say fantasy booking, you know, just hypothetical, and, you, and, and then you hear WrestleMania, Hollywood. If I told you, Graham, if you could pencil in, according to you, three matches that you feel could be in the conversation of happening, three matches that fans won't be that upset about hearing might happen. Um, you know, people throw out have been throwing out The Rock and, you know, Hollywood Hogan, just a, just a Hollywood name, you know, and also big shout out to Mark Ramondi, a, a good friend of ours who who interviewed uh, Roman Reigns during that, that whole press conference and even Roman Reigns kind of made a little challenge to The Rock. So big shout out to Mark. So what, what matches would you, would you like to see at WrestleMania 37 in Hollywood? That's a great question. Um, I'll actually be writing a bit of a preview here, an article about that next week, about matches that I would like to see happen at WrestleMania. Like, completely outlandish, but not in the sense that, like, oh... Hulk Hogan versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like, right. not like that, but like matches <laughs> that could realistically happen. Yeah. And honestly, I totally forgot about The Rock when I was making these match predictions. Now, uh. if, if The Rock comes back for one more match, which I feel like the, the, the further we go without a Rock match, the less I feel that it's going to happen. I mean, the guy is still in his 40s, so he could. Um, it's not like he's, you know, Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan, no thanks. You said Hollywood Hulk. No, absolutely no. The guy is old enough. At, no, thank you. But um, The Rock could, you know, feasibly still go if he wanted to. He hasn't wrestled, not counting that, that eight-second squash of WrestleMania 32 since 2013. That's seven years ago, eight years ago by next year. That's a long time, um, especially for a guy that's older. Yeah, he wrestled, you know, he went eight years without wrestling from WrestleMania 20 to, you know, Survivor Series 2011. But that he was a lot younger, so it was okay. And even then he had ring rust. So 
he did say over the summer that he had quietly retired from the ring. But as a Rock fan, I would like to see him back for one more match. It doesn't have to be a full-on program, like a three-WrestleMania program, like what we with what we saw with John Cena, um, which was awesome back mm. in the day, you know, eight years ago, eight, nine years ago, whatever. Um, he actually returned to WWE nine years ago yesterday. They, they showed that replay on SmackDown last night, and it reminded yeah. me how electric that, you know, no pun intended, that return was. Um, but if he does come back for any one match, it would have to be. You said it right there against Roman Reigns. I mean, honestly, who else in the roster comes close? I'm not even saying Roman Reigns is the closest to being on Rock's level, but when you consider the history between the two, you consider their, you know, their bond and everything else outside of the ring, inside the ring. It just makes sense. I mean, unless it's going to be like a joke match with King Corbin or something, which one last rock match, it's got to be taken seriously. And I've been saying Roman and rock for as long as I have been I mean, since Roman broke off on his own six, seven years ago. I've been saying that match even long before people started hating on Roman, because just to me, it makes sense. He passed the torch to Roman Reigns the same way he did John Cena. I mean, again, who else is he going to face? Cena again? Like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Rollins? I don't know. I, I feel like Roman makes the most sense. But if it's not Rock on the card, and I don't expect him to be there. They thought he would wrestle at WrestleMania 31. He didn't. They thought he would wrestle at WrestleMania 32. He didn't. Um, I don't know. I feel like the further along we go here, the less it's the less likely it is that he's going to compete. So not counting a Rock return, which I'm not banking on, the match that I would like to see, and again, it sounds outlandish, but I think in a feasible and an ideal world, it could happen if booked the right way. Roman Reigns walking into WrestleMania as a universal champion against Keith Lee. Now, they teased that at Survivor Series a couple weeks ago. I think that'd be a fucking awesome match. Uh, could Keith Lee end up in the main roster between now and then? Absolutely. I mean, I wanted him to show up in the Rumble this year and win it. He did show up. He didn't win. But that could absolutely happen next year. Roman Reigns and Keith Lee is one match I would love to see. Because, again, Roman's another guy. He's running out of opponents to work with. That's why they've had him paired with Corbin for so goddamn long. Because he's already faced and beaten everyone else from Cena, Daniel Bryan, Triple H, The Undertaker. I wouldn't be surprised if we get that Goldberg match some point we're getting him and Wyatt likely at WrestleMania we've already seen that before anyway him and Rollins a million times um so we need fresh feeds for Roman and I think a Roman Keith Lee match would be great Becky Lynch and Ronda is another match that people thought would happen this year I think Ronda will be back by that point um I think her contract actually expires next year so she will have to be back eventually um so I would like to see that happen Becky and Ronda one-on-one finally um and in terms of like other matches like dream matches or matches I think could happen John Cena versus Velveteen Dream is one um, people thought that would happen this year it still could I just don't think it will Seth Rollins versus Edge I assume we get it before then but that would be a great Wrestlemania match Brock Lesnar Matt Riddle would be another cool one I know that you know people don't really take that seriously but again it built up the right way it could work and they've been teasing frustration between Lesnar and, and Riddle you know um, outside of the ring anyway in real life so that could work if played off of reality there's a lot of matches I think that could work with today's roster between the NXT guys who's on the main roster right now without having to bring back part-timers all the time i mean you know john cena is fine but like the undertaker eh, i mean how many more matches can you really do with the guy i heard he might be facing aj at wrestlemania we'll get to that mm -hmm. but beyond that i feel like there's not many matches to be bringing back triple h for like this year no triple h match in the car dude as of right now we have not seen a hint of triple h on wwe tv aside from the survivor series stuff in a long time and i just don't think he's coming back for one more match his first Mania, not wrestling probably since 23 when he was hurt. Um, definitely the first WrestleMania he was healthy for that he did not compete on, unless they throw him into a last-minute program, but really what makes sense. So those are some matches I would like to see at WrestleMania 37 in L.A. 
Um, a few things when when you mentioned the Rock. Um, number one, I would assume that he, with WrestleMania being being in Hollywood, and Rock is a big Hollywood megastar. I would assume that next year would be the year that the Rock will get into the Hall of Fame, right? I mean, I think a lot of people assume that maybe not this year because they were in Tampa and they're near they're near Miami. But um, I don't see why not. I don't think it's a matter of like, oh, the location has to be right for it. I think it's a matter of whether he can do it because, I mean, the guy is in Hollywood all the time. Like, I honestly think it might be years before he finally gets inducted just because he's so busy all the time and he's still taking project after project after project. So yeah, ideally I think Hollywood would be, would be perfect. I mean, he's a big star. Right. Um, and it's not a matter of them not wanting him. I think they would have inducted him over WrestleMania 28 weekend, to be honest with you. Um, if they didn't, I mean, they probably thought they can get more matches out of him at the, out of him at that point, And it would just would have made sense, but I guess not. Um, cause he was still active back then, but, um, yeah. in an ideal world, I think him headlining the hall of fame class in Hollywood would be perfect. Because Honestly, he's another. I mean, that's another issue too. They're running out of Hall of Fame headliners. They're throwing in Batista this year. The NWO people are getting in twice, three times, four times. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so um, they need more headliners, and The Rock is one guy they have yet to uh, go with in that spot. And the last thing with The Rock and the matches. Um, so you would not like to see um, The Rock, and uh, <laughs> you're probably gonna laugh too. Um, just playing with the Hollywood name. So you you would not want to see The Rock and Hollywood Hogan in a part two match, would you? I think I would quit being a wrestling fan if oh, I saw that again. Come Randy. on, Graham. I'm sorry. But, come you on. know, but they did, I think. They're uh, okay, teasing so Hogan it wasn't Hollywood Hulk, but I think a lot of people forget that they did do a rematch at, at No Way Out 2003. Yeah. As with, with Rock being Hollywood Rock. It wasn't Hollywood Hogan, but he was yeah. Hollywood Rock. The roles were actually reversed. Um, so we have, we've already seen the rematch. He already got his win back. Uh, or Hogan did, I think. I think maybe The Rock beat him twice. I don't remember. But anyway, um, yeah, I have absolutely like negative zero interest in seeing that again. But I'm saying, you 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 really think that they're gonna go to L.A. Hollywood WrestleMania next year and not have Hogan in, involved somehow, some way? Because they're already teasing him doing. I don't know for uh, for this time around. He he just on SmackDown with with uh, Bray Wyatt last night. I don't I don't think that means anything. But I'm just saying he's been showing up a lot, and he's been saying I want I would like to have one more match. And I'm not saying he's he's gonna go out there and do a fucking Iron Man match, but he does want one more final match. And what better way would that you know to to, to cap it off than at WrestleMania number one and two. In, in, in Hollywood, California, L.A. Well, a few things. I think if he was going to have one more match, it would be this year because he's from okay, – he's not from Tampa, but, I mean, he has a store there. It just makes sense for him to have one more match in Tampa, I think, as opposed to Hollywood. I know the whole Hollywood Hulk Hogan connection, but he hasn't been Hollywood Hulk Hogan in so long. I don't think a lot of people assume that, like, oh, it would make sense as one final, like – you know, one final retirement match, like with Austin and WrestleMania 32, like, oh, that would be perfect because they were in Texas and, you know, whatever. And it didn't happen, obviously. Um, 
No, nah, I don't think so, dude. I know, like you said, I know him wishing for one more match and him getting one more match are two totally different things. Mm-hmm. It's not even a matter of it just doesn't make sense. It's, well, I mean, that too, but it's more a matter of the guy has beat the shit. He hasn't wrestled a match in almost a decade. And some of, some of his final matches in TNA were absolutely horrid. Um, you know, <laughs> some of them, they got away with being decent. Like he faced Sting one time at a Bound for Glory and they got away with it being all right. But even then he was extremely limited. I don't even think, dude, that he would pass a physical like and i know oh yeah ed got cleared daniel bryan got cleared is mm-hmm. anyone clamoring for one more hulk hogan match i mean i just don't think it's really necessary if it was going to happen it would be this year and it's not and two um i if anything honestly it's not even a matter of where it would happen if anything it would happen in one of those saudi shows because you know he would take the paycheck in a second mm-hmm. and three i just eh, not really i mean honestly the last time they were in hollywood was what wrestlemania 21 as we established earlier did yeah. he come out as hollywood rock then or hollywood hogan then now he came out as regular hulk hogan so mm-hmm. i think the hollywood hogan days are done um i know he was you know flashing off or showing off his nwo stuff in his shop last night on smackdown but I know. Again, dude, I think this year would be the year. If they save the NWO induction for next year, maybe. But even then, though, the guy is, what, 65 now? 70? I don't know. He's up there. So 66. 66. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think I think his time is coming. I think his time is coming gone, personally. <laughs> Born in Georgia, but built from Hollywood, Venice Beach, California. That's why I'm, that's why I'm just saying at some point he might have um, – something to do with WrestleMania next year with uh, it being in LA but uh, I know we've been mentioning the Hall of Fame stuff I'm trying to go through a whole bunch of things real quick so the Bella Twins are rumored to be in the Hall of Fame a Hall of Fame discussion uh, I think there was one more I forgot who it was but you know that's the main yeah uh, uh, Jushin Thunder Liger was the other guy Jushin uh, Liger so Bella Twins right now that's the rumor so I mean I'm not saying they're not Hall of Famers. I just don't think they're Hall of Famers right now because, you know, we just saw them recently, you know, wrestle the last two or three years and, and stuff like that. So they haven't been long. They haven't been gone away long enough to be like, oh, shit, yeah, they do um, belong in the Hall of Fame. And you have a whole bunch of other old school people who are nowhere near the Hall of Fame that should be in the Hall of Fame. I know we would talk about this every time WrestleMania comes, like. Owen Hart's and the Bam Bam Bigelow's and the Vader's and Demolition and we you know we can go on and on but again Bella Twins could be Hall of Famous down the road I just don't think you should put them in now how do you feel no I agree it's not going to upset me I mean it's not a matter of whether they're not Hall of Fame worthy or they are Hall of Fame worthy whatever um, I mean they were going to go in at some point everybody goes in at some point dude I mean there's no set criteria it's all a matter of who Vince you know who's not on a shit list this year and with the Bella Twins too did I like Tori Wilson yeah did she do jack shit dude she didn't do anything why is she in the hall of fame she didn't do anything just because she had that feud with dawn marie on smackdown 15 years ago does that make her hall of fame worthy so if you're gonna induct tori wilson of all people into the fucking hall of fame then you know all bets are off literally anyone can go in. alicia fox could fucking go in if they wanted her to um the bella twins they're going in honestly i have absolutely no issue with it 
I mean, at some point this year, eh, I, I see what you mean. Um, at some point, it was bound to happen. Nikki Bella is the longest reigning Divas champion of all time. Be- uh, no, Brie Bella had a Divas championship reign. Nikki, I think, was a two-time champion. They were like, maybe not the faces of that division, but they were there for a long time. They were successful. Maybe not many great matches, but like they were involved in a lot of memorable stuff, far more than Tori Wilson and some of the other women they put in there. So I get it. Maybe I think Nikki's more Hall of Fame worthy than Brie. Feel like Brie's more of a lackey for Nikki than anything. But I mean, you can't induct one without the other because they're they're twins and their whole gimmick was that they were you know together all the time. So right, uh, I agree though. It is a little soon. Um, they were just around a year and a half ago for the Evolution pay per view. But hey, I mean, they've done this before. I would I would be remiss to say that it's you know not appropriate when. You know, Edge, and you know, he retired, and then they inducted him the following year. Shawn Michaels, same thing. So I know the Bella Twins aren't Edge and Shawn Michaels, but I mean, what, what? what's there's not much of a difference in terms of like the timing of it because we know Nikki Bella is, I don't, I don't think she can wrestle again. I think she had a neck injury. Mm-hmm. So they're not coming back for another run. I think they almost did a year ago. I think was the was the belief, and then Nikki found out that her neck was just thrashed. So there's no way that she can return. So, you know what? Honestly, it's not that big of a deal. I think they live in Florida, or they did, or I I don't know where they move all the time. Um, no, I think they're from Arizona originally. But uh, honestly, I don't really have much of an issue with it because if it's not them, they can induct a whole other lot of women who who belong in there before them, like. Uh, Molly Holly, I'm I'm shocked that she has not been inducted <laughs> yet. You know they bring her out all the time and they have yet to induct yeah. her. So Molly Holly is one. Um, obviously China on her own would be another, but they just kind of inducted her last year. But at some point on her own would be nice. Um, yeah, I, I know some people have said Victoria. She's not as memorable as the Bella Twins, but maybe at some point, um, you know, there's a lot of women you could put in that spot. You know, even Beth Phoenix kind of felt a little soon when they inducted her, but at least she was out of the ring for like five years before they inducted her. So uh, honestly, it's not that real big of a deal to me personally it's not like they're inducting rosa mendez so it could be far worse or even uh mickey james i mean i'm a little shocked that the bella twins were going before uh before her no i agree but i think it's because she might still be active i know she hasn't wrestled in about a year um she might actually be done i know she's working as a commentator right now for main event i think she's doing behind the scenes stuff i heard i read a report that she worked on the women's rumble in terms of putting it together and whatnot okay but i think the, the the belief there is that she might still wrestle again at some point, so she isn't officially retired. Usually they wait until after people are retired to induct them. I know Angle came back for another run kind of after he was inducted and people like that, but usually you're not going to get inducted. Like The Undertaker's not in because he's still kind of active, you know? That's why they do that. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not really surprised at that at all. I think if Mickey James didn't come back a couple of years ago after the Oscar match, she absolutely would have been inducted over WrestleMania 33 weekend, but she ended up re-signing with the company, so that's why mm-hmm. they didn't do it. Uh, real quick, so I know we, we did not do a full show last, last week, but since we're on this topic of somewhat of WrestleMania uh, time frame, um, I read last week that quite possibly that that they could sell off WrestleMania to the main networks. Um, not having WrestleMania on the the network, but now put it on like a Fox, NBC, CBS, you know, stuff like that, ESPN, whatever. Um, are you in favor of that? Are we are we now in that time frame where WrestleMania is you know, we know it's the biggest show um for the company but only that could be like on a Fox ESPN, but not on the WWE Network from now on. 
Yeah, so I'm not a fan of this. I like all the pay-per-views being in one place on the network. That's just me selfishly speaking. Um, I, I don't know what the exact deal is. I know you mentioned it there, but I've heard conflicting reports. Maybe I'm just reading it wrong. I don't know if it would air on Fox like the Super Bowl. I mean, that would be interesting, but mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I think... From what I've heard, I've heard that pay-per-views, like the bigger pay-per-views, might go to the NBC streaming platform, like their like their version of Netflix, Peacock, or whatever the fuck it is. Okay. That dude, that makes no sense. I mean, they already have their own streaming service, so why would you sell it to another net? Do I have to sign up for two different streaming services? Like, that's ridiculous. Obviously, it's never going to go back to standard pay-per-view. I mean, I know the pay-per-views air on pay-per-view, but mm-hmm. they're never going back to just that because that's no one's paying sixty bucks for a show anymore. Maybe the AEW shows four times a year. No, but that that's about it. Um, no one is paying that type of money any anymore these days. So um, I I think yeah, airing it on TV would be kind of cool. I mean, it's really all a matter of what makes business sense at the end of the day. I'm not Vince McMahon, so I'm just speaking from a fan standpoint. Do I really want to go out of my way to watch it on another streaming service? Absolutely not. I'm not paying another fucking 50 bucks or whatever it is uh, for another streaming service or even $10. Like, it should just be on the network. That's where they've been. I feel like it, it, it's counterproductive to give people these big pay-per-views for free for all these years and then to say, hey, fuck you. You're going to have to go watch it somewhere else. Like, that that's a step backward, doesn't it? Feel like? I mean um, – I don't know. I feel like it's really bizarre. If they started out that way and they were like, oh, the network, which was the original plan, the network was supposed to feature everything except the pay-per-views or everything but WrestleMania, and they Mm. did it anyway. So to go back on that after six years is a real step backwards. So uh, selfishly, I would like to see the pay-per-view stick on the WWE network. I think it's a good deal. It's a great deal. Obviously people take it for granted because you know, when that, when that number goes up, which it will eventually it's inevitable. People will complain. I think $10 for the network and everything it has to offer is a steal of a deal. So I would rather it stay on the WWE network, but it would not surprise me to see them on another platform at some point, whether it be TV or another streaming service based off the comments that Vince made in that conference call last week. Right. Um, also tying in what happened last week to this week, uh, we're getting Goldberg back. Um, he will be fighting Bray Wyatt at Super Showdown for the Universal Championship. Um, out of nowhere, Goldberg is he's back and he gets a title shot and um, for 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 the Saudi show, obviously. But many fans are wondering. What it could mean for the title reign for Bray Wyatt? Does it mean Goldberg is going to win the match and and then walk into WrestleMania as Universal Champion? Does it mean that Goldberg is going to lose the match to Bray Wyatt and Bray Wyatt is going to walk into WrestleMania as champion? And the array of options for WrestleMania if Bray wins or loses. So it comes down to like a a, a Reigns, maybe a John Cena. Does Goldberg get John Cena or Reigns at WrestleMania? A lot lot of confusion. We saw Hogan promo with, with, with Bray last night. What involvement does he have for the Saudi show? We have no idea. So Goldberg is back. We don't know for how long. Are you... Give me the pros and cons of him... Losing the match to Bray and Bray walking into WrestleMania as champion or Goldberg walking into WrestleMania as the the the, the, the champion? Well, the latter scenario sounds a lot like WrestleMania 33, where Goldberg was like unbeatable going into WrestleMania 33. He beat Kevin Owens for the championship in a matter of like 30 seconds. Right. 
that was that was you know frustrating but i mean i almost understood it and it didn't bother me as much i mean it was dumb and it made kevin owens look like an idiot i mean chris jericho did distract him but um his reign wasn't lighting the world on fire anyway i mean it didn't really matter i mean it, it mattered but it wasn't like the end of the world the fiend losing that way would ruin everything they've put into building this guy over the last seven eight nine ten months whatever um they've put so much effort into the fiend protecting him that they have him lose to Goldberg of all people would be a fucking joke. So it's not set in stone that Wyatt's retaining. Far from it. Uh-huh. I think there's a very good chance that Goldberg walks out as champion. I don't think he will. I think at the end of the day, they'll stick with their original plan of having it be Wyatt and Reigns for the championship. It's not a match that's like, oh, if it doesn't happen, I'll be pissed. Like, honestly, at this point, anything involving Wyatt. I mean, I like The Fiend, but like, is there really a money match with him at WrestleMania? Not really. And either way, regardless of who he faces, he's not walking out of WrestleMania as champion. Um, I, he may very well not leave Super Showdown as champion. He may he may drop the belt to Goldberg there. Um, I've heard that, hey, if it's Wyatt and Reigns, that means we're getting Goldberg and Cena. Again, another thing I've heard conflicting reports with. I've read reports that said that Cena gets to pick his opponent this year, that he has free, full creative freedom to do whatever he wants. If he wants to face this guy, that guy, I mean, obviously with limitations, like this guy's already taken, like Drew McIntyre you have to face someone else but then i've also read reports where if it's wyatt and reigns then it's bound to be goldberg and cena i mean hmm. yeah first time ever does it really do much for me no because they're not neither guy is active they'll both be gone after wrestlemania goldberg would probably win if he's losing to wyatt i don't know i doesn't i don't really care honestly it's not a dream match by any means so um Goldberg guy would be surprised if he loses to Wyatt and then just disappears so close to WrestleMania. I think he's sticking around for one more match with who? I don't know. Um, hopefully not like the undertaker, like a rematch with them. God, that would be terrible. The first match sucked. Um, so I don't know. Honestly, I would rather just Wyatt win and have that be it and Cena face someone else. But Cena's another guy. Like, who do you have him face? Because if he's coming back to SmackDown, he's facing someone from SmackDown. Um, unless they call up the Velveteen Dream minutes to midnight and they have them <laughs> face over WrestleMania, which I don't think is happening. Um, I think that'd be awesome, but I don't think it's happening. There really is not many intriguing options for Cena and Goldberg at WrestleMania. Cena specifically. We've seen him and Corbin before. The, ma the match the first time around was not good. We've seen Cena and Roman before. Roman won the first time. Why do it again? We've seen Cena and Wyatt before. Um, having Cena chase Wyatt for the championship, absolutely no thanks. We've already seen Cena bury. We've already seen Cena bury uh, Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania. I do not need to see it a second time. Um, honestly, there really isn't many other options. Cena and Daniel Bryan again, maybe. We've already seen that, but at least their matches were great. So maybe that. I mean, Cena and Nakamura, no. Cena and Braun, no. Uh, Miz and Morrison are busy. So I, I don't know. I really don't know what you do with John Cena. I don't know what you do with Goldberg, but either way, I think it would be a massive joke to have uh, Bray Wyatt drop the championship so soon at Super Showdown. Um, so they're promoting John Cena to return to SmackDown on the 28th of February, so I guess we'll maybe know what the plans are for him at WrestleMania. Um, I think <clears throat> I think Bray is going to okay, real quick. If Goldberg was to lose against Bray, I, I don't think he'll lose clean unless that's that's his final match. Um, we all thought his final match was against Brock years ago, and he lost clean at WrestleMania. So to extend it to get to WrestleMania, whether it's you know him against Reigns or Cena, uh, 
I don't see Goldberg losing clean to Bray Wyatt. There's going to be some sort of a, a weird finish. Um, I think Bray Wyatt not walking into WrestleMania as champion does a disservice to him and his character, what they've been trying to build. As you mentioned, for, for, for quite some time, and you know he he's still red hot, still got the Firefly Funhouse going on. Um or maybe they, they look at his title reign as not as what maybe they, they thought it could be or should be, but that's not that's not on Bray, that's on them. Um, Goldberg being champion again just just for the time being. The only way that makes sense is the fact that you bring in John Cena to come in and but well, you know, matter of fact, that makes it more confusing because they had the chamber match coming up, and the winner of that match gets the champion at, at Mania. So that's between Reigns, uh, Corbin, Rude, Nakamura, Braun, and, and Daniel Bryan. So one of those guys has to fight for the championship. So I'm thinking like maybe it's Goldberg and Cena for the belt because of John Cena's 17th World Title reign. You got to you know let him fight a bigger name. It's 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 a bigger deal. But even that can't happen because the winner of the chamber has to go for the for for the title. So do you get Reigns and and Goldberg? Do you get Reigns and Bray Wyatt? What's the bigger match on, on paper? What would sell more tickets? But I think there's no what's good about it there's no clear-cut answer to that but i think a lot of fans are more on leaning towards well you know we want the younger guy bray wyatt to walk in the champion and not the part-time older guy hall of famer in goldberg but i, I find it very interesting to, to see goldberg even back number one um him being limited to smackdown is questionable um so we'll see what happens but um I'm just finding everything very interesting, and I don't want to, I don't want Bray to lose the title to Goldberg. Well, yeah, a few different things. The Elimination Chamber lineup isn't set in stone, so I mean, Cena could come back and say, "Hey, I want in in the chamber," and then win it. True, um, true. I, I mean, I don't want to see that, but I mean, it's very possible. The Goldberg thing on SmackDown, you make a good point there. It's so obvious, dude. They're putting a friggin' Band-Aid on a gunshot wound here because that brand needs as much help as they can get. The thing is, though, they've, they're bringing back Cena. They brought back Goldberg. Sheamus is on SmackDown. They brought him back to SmackDown. The Usos are on SmackDown. Naomi's right. on SmackDown. John Morrison came back to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And yet the show still sucks. Like, I don't think it's a matter of the... I mean, the roster still definitely needs more depth. Um, I think that's just almost undisputed, I mean, compared to Raw. Um, But at the same time, though, the creative direction of the show is just bad. Like, no one cares about Corbin and Wyatt. They're still doing the same shit with Sheamus and and Shorty G and and Strowman and Nakamura and all these other losers that no one cares about. That there's not many appealing matches on the SmackDown side come WrestleMania. Not even for the women. Like, Bayley's been a boring champion, by and large, for the last number of months, so... With that being said, I don't know what you do with any of these guys. Um, yeah, like you said, we all thought Goldberg was done at 33, and he probably should have been because that match was so good. Um, to have him come back to do another run is, like you said, questionable. It doesn't really surprise me because it's a, it's a Saudi Arabia show. So clearly yeah. he's coming back for the paycheck. Uh, I know he came back at SummerSlam last year, but that was just to erase the bad taste in everyone's mouth from the Saudi Arabia show a couple right. months earlier. That was the only reason why he came back, and he wasn't you know, used since, and there's a reason for that. Um, so anyway, I, I don't know what you do with these guys. I don't know if you have Goldberg lose and then, yeah, he's not beating Goldberg clean. I mean, it would be nice, but I don't see that happening. I just, I don't see a scenario where you have 
Wyatt lose this close to WrestleMania, then what else would you do with them at WrestleMania? Nothing? Or do you have him face someone else in a, in a grudge match? Like, nothing really makes sense. Him and Wyatt non-titles even worse than having it for the... Uh, having it for the championship because it's just not an appealing match without the championship on the line. It's not appealing as it is. So I don't know. I mean, you said the whole tickets thing. I mean, I think they're selling enough tickets with Brock and Drew and you can't always go with the big names. Cena and and Goldberg is such a random match for a world championship too. It screams Goldberg and Brock 2.0 from three years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, And at least that made sense because they had a story going into mania. Cena and Goldberg have no prior bad blood. It makes absolutely no sense. Neither guy will be here after WrestleMania. Uh, Cena might be around for long enough to drop the championship to someone else, but I don't know. I'm, I'm not a fan of the whole thing. We'll see where they go with it. I'm not overly optimistic, but I, you got to keep the belt on Bray. I just think, I mean, having him lose again at WrestleMania is also questionable, but I mean, you got to keep the belt on the guy. What does he face? Taker? Like I've seen some people say, oh, maybe Taker interferes and we get the Fiend versus Taker. First of all, why the fuck does Undertaker care? about the fiend and why would he want to face him in WrestleMania? If anything, it should be the other way around because the fiend lost to him or why it lost to him five years ago. True. Um, but even then that's not a match that, uh, that appeals to me at all. I mean, I, I would much rather see what was advertised or what was rumored this week with AJ and taker. If anyone can get a good match at a taker in 2020, it's AJ styles. And if it's not AJ, then all bets are off. Cause that's just, the guy is, Beyond damage good to this point physically. So um, keep Taker on the Raw side. They don't need to like Cena, Goldberg, and Taker all on SmackDown. If Taker's going to come back, keep him on the Raw side. I like Cena on SmackDown. Goldberg on SmackDown is cool too. Fox wants the big names. But just creatively, none of this makes any sense. So, you know, I mean, you mentioned the Goldberg and the, all that stuff is, is, is random. I think Taker and AJ is, is random too. But I get where, you know... AJ and Taker could have could have a good match. Um, it is February; they got like another month and a half to, to 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 do this. If that's the 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 intent, because that is the rumor out there, Taker and AJ Styles. So I think AJ is currently out in, uh, with an injury. We'll see how that goes. But I mean, are you clamoring for a Taker AJ Styles match? Or does that does that not sound random to you? No, no, I agree. That's random, too, but at least it serves a purpose in getting AJ over. Goldberg and Cena doesn't accomplish anything. Like, again, they're both gone after WrestleMania. Again, Goldberg and Roman makes more sense than AJ and Taker. I'm not saying anything involving Goldberg makes no sense. I'm just saying that it's got to accomplish something. And I think with Wyatt, the thing with on SmackDown, honestly, a Goldberg-Roman match, I would be I would be honestly all for that. The issue is that where, do you, where does that leave Wyatt? Like, everything has to revolve around The Fiend right now because they've spent so much time building this guy up only to have him lose a month out from the pay-per-view. Right. would be a fucking joke. So it's got to involve Wyatt. Yes, Taker and AJ is random too. I'm not going to argue with you there. But at least it accomplishes something, assuming AJ wins. Because if he doesn't win, I mean, hang it up, dude. Like, the guy's 50. How can he not beat him? Um so I, I think that accomplishes more. It gives AJ a prominent match at WrestleMania. And he said, honestly, you're really into the, the Orton match. Didn't light the world on fire, but I thought it was good. He won. Um, the Shane match was great. The Nakamura match was disappointing, because but he won, though. And um, he faced Jericho the first year, and they had a good match, too. So he's I think he's might be 2-2 two and two at WrestleMania. No, he's 3-1. and one. He, he He's won every match he's had, except for the... Um, 
the Jericho match. But anyway, yeah, that is random. And um, I just think it's more appealing. Though, I mean, honestly, dude, I've said this a million times here on the show. I have no interest in seeing Taker come back. I really don't. Like, I mean, the guy could retire tomorrow. Not that I wouldn't care, but like, does anyone really want to see Taker back in the ring at 50-something years old in the shape that he's in? Like, he never looks good unless yeah, it's a me. tag team match. <laughs> so, honestly, at this point, if he is going to come back because he didn't wrestle last year, I would be surprised they didn't have they didn't have him wrestle two years in a row. I would rather have him face a, a new guy and have him just get beat. Like a Drew, if he wasn't facing Brock, would make sense. Have Drew just destroy him. You know, or Alistair Black. Have Alistair Black go in there, black mass his fucking head off, and have that be it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You that would, would be that. cool. You would if love not that. that, then don't bring the guy back. It's a waste. Uh, I mean, the point you made real quick before we, we move on, the fact that I, I'm not sure if you mentioned it earlier, but, you know, Cena could say, you know what, on SmackDown, I'm going to put my name in the the chamber match, and he could win it in you might get him and Bray Wyatt instead. I mean, I, I'm not sure if you mentioned that, but if, if you did, my bad. But would you rather see that? Bray Wyatt defend the title against John Cena when he's trying to get championship uh, number 17? No, I don't. I don't because oh. we've seen it before. And I know, again, I know we've seen Roman and Wyatt before too. At least that was decent the first time around. The Cena-Wyatt feud, I mean, the feud itself wasn't bad. The matches sucked. The matches were terrible. And I mean, at least Roman beating The Fiend doesn't excite me at all but it makes more sense because at least roman's around and it makes more sense for wyatt or for rather for roman to get the belt because he never got a rematch you know because the whole you know he had to vacate because of the leukemia that came back about a year and a half ago mm-hmm. and yeah Cena's probably gonna get number 17 at some point it would be cool if it was a wrestlemania but he's not gonna be around like remember when he won the 16th world championship and we all thought it was a big deal he beat aj great match he yeah. dropped the belt two weeks later he dropped it a fucking elimination chamber like within a month it was a joke. So to Bray, I mean, right? I, to Bray. It was yeah. It was the Bray White elimination chamber. So yeah. I don't know. I I just think that's stupid. Um, and I do not want to see Cena beat the Fiend. Oh my God! I mean, the first dude, the first time that Cena beat Wyatt at WrestleMania six years ago, that was when Wyatt's career took a uh, took a turn for the worst. It was never the same. The guy lost to Taker after that. He lost to Randy Orton. He lost to Roman Reigns a bunch of times. He was never the same after that Cena feud. They had a star in him and they fucked it up. And he's finally back to the apex of his career. For him to lose all of that momentum again to John Cena would be so ridiculously stupid. I cannot even comprehend it. So you're saying with with confidence that if Bray Wyatt walks into WrestleMania as champion... He's now walking out as champion, whether it's John Cena, Roman Reigns, Goldberg, whoever it is, you feel Bray Wyatt will drop the belt at Mania, regardless. I don't see a scenario where he walks out as champion. I mean, again, I would love it because the guy's never won at WrestleMania. He's like the reverse Undertaker. Oh, yeah. But he needs a win. I just don't see it happening. I don't see him beating Roman. I don't see him beating Cena. I don't see I mean, even again, even if he does beat these people, what do you do with Wyatt? He's already beaten Daniel Bryan five or six times. Um, who else even on SmackDown is is like ready? No one, no one else can beat Bray Wyatt because they made him out to be such an unstoppable force. Roman, hate the guy or love the guy. He makes sense to beat Bray Wyatt. I mean, I guess Cena does too because he's done it before. Mm-hmm. But I mean, at least Roman is, has been, you know, he's he's a, he's a credible force. He can beat the unbeatable. Um, he's proven that before with Brock Lesnar and other people. Daniel Bryan would be cool, but they've already run through that feud multiple times. Um, SmackDown is so devoid of top talent, dude. It's not even funny. 
Uh, Kofi, they knocked back down to the mid-card, or the tag team division even, so he's not an option. The Miz, they turned heel. They put him back in the tag team division. Corbin is just has almost no credibility. Um, Strowman... I guess you could do the Fiend and Strowman, but that's not a match that excites me. At least it makes sense, though, with the with the Wyatt family thing. That might be the only feud I could see happening that would be I would be like semi interested on the SmackDown side. SmackDown needs more top talent because it's it's a fucking it's it's a, it's a desert over there. It's it's just desolated. So, um, yeah, I, I do not see him walking out of WrestleMania's champion. Bottom line. Um, two things real quick. Things that I, I like what I saw this week on TV. Um, where do I start? So I got the scene out the way. Um, I like the Randy Orton, Matt, Matt Hardy stuff. I think it plays into, you know, connecting the the, the dots with, with Edge and um, with Orton's and Edge's history combined with Edge's and Matt Hardy's history that they had back in the day. Um, we all, There were rumors that we thought Matt Hardy was done with the company, but I think they're apparently bringing him back to, to, to continue this stuff with, with Randy on Monday on Raw. So, again, this Matt Hardy thing might be on a weekly basis, <laughs> depending on how it goes and how yeah. the ratings are. But um, I like them inserting Matt. I, I was surprised when, you know, Orton's cutting the promo and Matt Hardy comes out and now you starting to get to feel like, you know, he, he's taking the side of Edge or supporting Edge, and uh, even though they had their feud back in the day. So I, I like that dynamic. I like the promo that Matt Hardy did on Monday. Which, again, hey, Matt Hardy's a, a guy that's was in that era, attitude, Rufus Aggression era, uh, and, pre- and knows how to cut a fucking promo uh, along, with, along with Orton. Um, what do you make of this, of this dynamic while Edge is out you know, quote unquote, hurt until the foreseeable future. What do you make of this this Randy Orton edge? Uh, I'm sorry, Randy Orton Matt Hardy dynamic. I like it a lot. I mean, I was thinking of people that Orton can feed with in the meantime while Edge is out, what which he should be. I mean, there's no reason to rush him back. Matt Hardy did not come to mind. I was thinking like. This is going to sound stupid, but like Zack Ryder, Kurt Hawkins, because they have ties to Edge through the Edgeheads from years ago. Um, Drew McIntyre, him and Orton still have unfinished business from the Rumble. I think, no, Drew, I thought eliminated him. I think it was Edge, actually, so they could always revisit that at some point. Mm. Matt Hardy didn't come to mind, but I think he's a good person to have. I mean, it's not a full-on feud. They're having a match on Monday that's no holds barred, so... It might be very short-lived, um, but I like it a lot. It's a good use of Hardy in the meantime. I think a lot of people thought he would be done, like you said, and he's not because he's coming back on Monday's Raw for one more match, at least one more match. Um, his contract, I think, is set to expire on the 1st of March. So whatever we see from Hardy on Raw might be the last match he ever has on the show, at least for a long time. Um, in a perfect world, I really just want whatever's best for Matt and wherever he's going to be utilized to his full potential. He doesn't have to be world champion, but like, just get the guy in the show more doing stuff like this. Because before he was losing to Andrade and Buddy Murphy in like two minutes, it's like what a fucking waste. Like, do that with No Way Jose and people like that. Matt Hardy deserves better. He doesn't have many years left. Utilize them while you still can. Um, I like stuff like this. So I thought the segment on Raw was. Was great it was one of the better parts of the show and we'll see where they go with matt going forward will he resign will he leave for aew will he go back to the independence there's a lot of options on the table here so it's cool to see matt being talked about and getting a lot of buzz for the first time in uh in, in quite some time so let me ask you this just, just to kind of you know have a throwback moment where i feel like um the matt hardy edge rivalry which we all you know, know about 
because it had real life stuff behind it um doesn't get talked about enough as it should as far as when you mention like a real rivalry within the company we, we, we know Stone Cold and McMahon and Stone Cold and The Rock but this is one of the rivalries that you know it's on the borderline of Sean and Brett where they have a rivalry on screen but also backstage mm-hmm. why do you why do you feel it doesn't get talked about enough because of how real it was and do you feel like it's a very it's a very underrated rivalry that that does not get the talk that it should no i agree i think it's an underrated i think it's an underrated feud too it's not that not enough yeah i i would agree actually that not enough people talk about it. i mean i think people remember how good it was but people don't talk about it as much as like Shawn michaels and Bret Hart. i mean it's not quite at that level but mm-hmm. it was absolutely one of the better feuds of the last 15 20 years in wwe um i know like punk and cena is up there this one has got to be considered one of the better feuds of like post attitude era because it felt real and it was real i mean everything about the feud worked because hardy you know lita cheated on him with edge in real life and then he got fired so then he got brought back and which was like people he has never been more popular i think aside from maybe the broken stuff and his entire career than he was at that point right there uh when he left got rehired went right after edge and the booking was questionable they never exactly mean mad out to look like a triumphant hero he lost the first match in like minutes really the the feed was designed to, to benefit edge so, I mean, that's probably why people don't talk about it as much because it wasn't as even as it probably should have been. I think Matt won the second match inside a steel cage, but he lost in the end and got banished to SmackDown. But I, what I liked about the feud was that they had good matches and it had a sense of realism. When a, when a feud has a sense of realism behind it, like which is why I think a Brock-Matt Riddle feud would work, that's when it really clicks. And that's when it's like, holy shit, or what we're seeing, is it a shoot? Is it, you know, whatever? Is it, is it worked? Like Rock and Cena was, that's why the feud was so good because it had a sense of realism behind it. So um, I like the feud a lot. It didn't exactly, you know, I think the feud should have been more 50-50 um, in terms of benefiting both guys, because Matt has never been more popular in his entire career than he was then, like I said earlier, aside from the broken stuff. Um, and they never took off with him after that. He lost the feud definitively, and then he was never he never got above a certain level after that. He was a, a mid-carter from that point forward, whereas Edge took that feud and used it as a stepping stone to the main event. So it would have been nice if Matt benefited from that more. But overall, though, it was a great feud, great matches, great promos, great you know, uh, uh, promos, matches, uh, everything about that feed was really, really good. Uh, brawls, vignettes, video packages. They did some great work throughout that feed back in 2005. I think 05 is one of the better all around years for feuds and, and matches and, and rising stars. People like edge and Cena and Batista and Randy and Ray Mysterio. I agree. I mean, they're also doing that Rufus aggression, uh, documentary on the network, um, this weekend. So I think that should be, something cool to watch i mean while you would while you were answering me i, I want to go back to see when they fought matt and, and edge and what pay-per-views and whatever so as you mentioned SummerSlam 05 is where edge beat matt by by knockout okay in like, in like five minutes and then they had the steel cage match the month after at unforgiven 05 where matt hardy beat edge so if you want to look at it they're kind of like one and one right now so th- i don't know if they fought after that 
Uh, yeah, they had um they had one more match after that, which is where Edge won the feud. They ended the feud at the Raw Homecoming show. Um, when Raw went back to USA, they had a ladder match, and I think it was loser leaves Raw, and Edge won, and Edge or rather Matt Hardy went to SmackDown. So that was like the rubber match, and that's where Edge won. But yeah, I think what where people soured on the feud was that SummerSlam match because they really built it up to be a big deal. Like this is a big clash. Like this is a big big deal. Yeah, and it was a five minute squash and it was really bizarrely booked and again it benefited edge but not so much matt so i think that's where people kind of soured on it um the other thing i saw that, that i liked on monday i guess the i guess the debut of Shayna baszler on raw and we saw her on smackdown during the whole survivor series build up with uh with bailey and stuff like that so now she's on i wouldn't say she's on raw permanently but she went to attack Becky Lynch on Raw, which all signs point toward Becky and Shayna going at it at WrestleMania. Um, right now, it might look like Charlotte, who won the Rumble, might get Rhea Ripley. Bailey is still kind of up in the air. You know, um, she does get Carmella at uh, Super Showdown or somebody at Super Showdown. No, Naomi at Super Showdown. Um, could be Sasha. You just don't know. So now Becky could have Shayna at WrestleMania. What did you make of Shayna coming on Monday? I guess, quote-unquote, debuting on Monday and how that whole thing uh, came to play. Um, The whole angle was bizarre, um, to say the least. I mean, I, I think we all assumed that we were getting Becky and Shayna at WrestleMania. I know Shayna had not been seen on Raw in some time prior to Monday, but, I mean, again, like we've been saying for months, who really makes sense to face Becky at WrestleMania right. than Shayna Baszler? So, um, I thought that was cool. The way they booked it with the blood thing was questionable, to say the least. I wasn't a fan of it. I wasn't a fan of the ambulance thing. Becky looked completely unlikable and not in like a cool way like oh an anti-hero driving herself to the hospital she just looks stupid um <laughs> and i it, it felt forced but like they were trying to make her out to feel like a stone cold even though she's not um it was just weird so gladys and shane on raw becky sheen a feud i'm sold it makes sense you don't need to ever bite becky in order to kickstart a feud just play off the whole ronda rousey history there with um, you know, Becky beating Ronda last year, and also Shayna holding a win over Becky and Bailey from Survivor Series, and that's all you need. So I'm looking forward to this. It is a WrestleMania-worthy match, in my opinion. Maybe the match sucks. Who knows? Maybe it falls flat. But I think the feud itself has a lot of potential to be really, really good. And Shayna's been main roster ready for a while now. So right now, uh, February 15th, if we're doing the Mania card, so right now you have Drew McIntyre. And Brock, right? Yep. You're Set gonna... in stone is the main event of Mania. Yep. All right. Oh, so you're saying that's the, that's the final match? You're saying? I think it's got to be. I think it's it's a way more main event worthy over any of the women's matches that are rumored. Um, definitely over Wyatt and Reigns, Goldberg or Cena, uh, Edge and Orton. I mean, it's got to be the main event. So you're saying Wyatt against Reigns? You're saying Edge? And Orton, so that's three. Charlotte, maybe against Rhea Ripley. Bailey against somebody. Becky, Shayna. So we got one, two, three, four, five, six matches so far. Maybe Taker and AJ at the moment. Mm -hmm. Seven. And what, the Battle Royal? 
Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, two battle royals actually that always end up on the pre-show with the uh, with the women and the men. So two battle royals. So that's nine. Right now we got so far in the air nine potential matches for WrestleMania, and we're not even having a tag the tag team title match or Intercontinental or U.S. title women's tag um, match. Well, I would say this. I think with the two mid card belts, what I would do. It was a four-way for the U.S. Championship. I would have it be Andrade, Rey Mysterio, Angel Garza, Humberto Carrillo. They've been building that up for a couple weeks now. Um, I think that'd be awesome. I mean, I wouldn't include Lashley in there. Like, who cares? Like, <laughs> those, those guys are the ones that are feuding. So keep it with those four. Andrade and Rey, we know have great chemistry. Carrillo wants to get his hands on Angel Garza anyway. Um, you know, Rey Mysterio, or rather it was Humberto who put Andrade on the shelf in storyline a couple weeks ago. Everything makes sense. So I would do that for the United States Championship. And then for the IC title, what I think they're headed towards is Braun Strowman versus Sheamus. They're building up Sheamus really strong right now, and that's a match that's never been done before. So that, I, I think, could work as a WrestleMania match for the Intercontinental Championship. Okay, so maybe Sheamus and Braun Strowman. So you look, there's 10 matches. Uh, I'm assuming New Day would if if they retain. Oh yeah, yeah, Super Showdown coming up uh, this this month. I know we'll, we'll we'll talk more about that. So right now, potential ten matches for WrestleMania on a, on a nine hour event that you're not going to to attend, right? <laughs> I, yeah, I I do not plan on being there as of right now. No. Hey, at least if you're gonna have a nine eight hour eight nine hour event, it's it's gonna be hotter in Tampa than it was. Uh, at MetLife last year. 100%. Great time, but the weather was, you know, definitely not ideal for sure. Uh, I would be remiss to not mention NXT Portland is this uh, tomorrow. So um, this might have to go to the back burner for me. Uh, NBA All Star game is tomorrow. So um, you got six matches on the card for tomorrow. You got, uh, where do we start? Uh, so Dakota Kai, Tegan Knox, Street Fight, Keith Lee, Dajakovic for the North American title, uh, Undisputed Era, and the Broser waits for the NXT tag titles, Finn Balor, Gargano, Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair for the NXT women's title, and Adam Cole Champa for the NXT men's title. <laughs> men's title. <laughs> um, all right, so we got six. Um, who you got, Rhea or Bianca? I would assume Rhea Ripley because she's gonna walk into Mania as champion, right? Yeah, no, I don't think I don't think Rhea loses so soon. I mean, it's possible they do a non-finish to include Bianca and make it a triple threat at Mania with Charlotte, but I think Rhea and Charlotte is the way to go. All right, Finn Balor, Gargano. Um, this one could go either way. I'm gonna say Finn. Mm-hmm. God, I don't know. I made my predictions a couple days ago, and I don't even remember because this match could go either way. Um, probably gonna say Finn. I think Gargano gets his win back at some other point. Uh, undisputed era, the Broser weights. Gonna say the Broser weights here, and I'm gonna go back in my prediction that I just said. I'm gonna say Gargano wins. I think he needs to win more. I keep going back and forth because it's hard to say, but I'm gonna okay. say Gargano, and then the Broser weights win the new or, or become the new NXT Tag Team Champions. I did like again. I, I flipped through NXT this weekend, also AEW, so I did catch their their promo or their vignette about trying to bring the 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 trophy to portland and they get on triple h's plane i thought that was that was cool um 
Dakota Kai, Tegan Knox, street fight. <clears throat> Dakota Kai's got to win here. Tegan Knox won the first match in NXT a couple weeks ago. Unless they're definitively ending the feud, which would be a weird way to, like, I mean, Dakota Kai has got no wins over uh, Tegan Knox at all. I think she's owed a victory, so I'm going to go with Dakota Kai here. Okay. Keith Lee, Dijakovic, NXT North American Championship. Keith Lee just won the championship. Got to keep the belt on him. Dijakovic is great, but this match should be awesome if their past encounters last year and beyond have been any indication. But I say Keith Lee retains the title. And does uh, Champa regain, uh, yeah, regain the title from Adam Cole, or does Adam Cole retain it? I think this one is another one that could go either way. I'm going to say Adam Cole retains uh, just because I want to see him become the longest reigning NXT champion of all time. Mm -hmm. If he can hold on to it till WrestleMania weekend, he will. Um, until then, though, he's not. I don't want to see Ciampa win the belt back so soon. I know the feud's been going on for a long time now, but what would you rather see? Ciampa winning the championship here and getting a rematch or Cole getting a rematch or WrestleMania weekend, which would be like, eh, like, nah. seems kind of random. Um, so, I mean, it, it kind of feels just underwhelming. So, I would rather see I would rather see Ciampa extend the feud and win the belt there as opposed to walking into WrestleMania weekend as champion. So I'm gonna say Cole wins here, Ciampa gets the win in the rematch at the next takeover in Tampa. Yeah, I would say Adam Cole, Keith Lee, Rhea Ripley. You know I me, mean? I was never a big fan of Gargano. <laughs> um uh, all right, if you pick Gargano, I'll go with Finn. If you pick the Broza Waits, do I want to pick Undisputed Era? You got a Velveteen Dream back in you know in the mix. I, I know we we forgot about that last week. Uh, yeah, I go I I go Broza. I think Undisputed has had the belt for quite some time now. Um, Dakota Kai, Tegan Knox. I always say Dakota Kai, and um, that's on Sunday. NXT Portland, um, yeah, Sunday, and then we had AEW beat NXT in the ratings again, which is, you know, whatever now, so, um, does, does it, real quick, does it still feel like a war with AEW winning every single weekend, um, but like, what do you, what do you take up, what do you take away from this Wednesday night war is it the ratings the amount of people who are watching where every single week lesser amount of people watch both 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 shows uh what have you been liking recently from AEW and NXT I've been liking both shows a lot. I thought Dynamite's episode this week was probably one of the best they've ever done. I've seen a lot of people say that, and it's hard to disagree. Um, Nyla Rose won the championship. Jeff Cobb debuted. Uh, the tag team title match was really good. The main event with Moxley and Santana was really good. Hey, I forgot what the match was for a second. But overall, it was a great show. And NXT, I mean, we can you know debate all day long. Oh, what's been the better show? Blah, blah, blah. Um, but overall, both shows have been great. So, yeah, it feels like a war. The ratings are in. Then they're not close, close, but I think NXT is catching up. I mean, they're kind of in the same boat. It's really dynamite that fluctuates a lot for some reason. Um, but it feels like they're still, hey, they're still putting on the best product possible. If there was not a war here, they would not be doing championship matches every single week on these shows. So there definitely is a war here. I'm enjoying it. Both products are great. And Wednesdays remain the best night for wrestling. Yeah, I kept seeing my timeline. Jeff Cobb. Jeff Cobb is here. And I'm like, who the fuck is Jeff Cobb? 
<laughs> I know, I like, know, Randy. I know you okay. don't. I know you don't know who Jeff Cobb is, but let me tell you this: mm. you will. The guy is great. Um, you wouldn't know who he is. He he hasn't really been a big player in New Japan, but he's been uh, a star for Ring of Honor in recent years. Former Ring of Honor World Television Champion. He's a former Lucha Underground Champion. He was mm-hmm. Matanza Cueto in Lucha a couple years ago. He's a great fucking athlete. He's literally to me. He reminds me a lot of Chad Gable, probably because they're both you know olympians they've have they have olympic experience um he can go for a guy of his size so it's not supposed to be like oh you should know who he is um i'm not saying that at all but i think he's a guy that you should take notice of and you will he's not signed to aew yet um this is just a one-off as far as i can tell but um he's a guy that you should know of because when he pops up again or pops up in wwe which is also very possible you know he's a guy that i think could really make a difference because he's really really good and we're going to have AEW Revolution coming up in the next uh, two weeks. I think it's two weeks from today. So uh, we'll get to the card next week. But right now they got four matches only on the card. So, I, I, you know, again, they haven't, had a, they haven't had a pay-per-view in quite some time. Um, what, since November, right? Yeah, November 9th, I think. Full gear, right? Yeah, full gear was well over three months ago. So they're doing the thing where they have a pay-per-view roughly every three months. So it's been a while. Double or nothing coming up in May. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, the last show was full gear in November. Wow. So they had December, what, three months to kind of build this. And All right. So four matches for Revolution. Got NXT Portland on Sunday. Um, I think we covered just about everything, right, Graham? Yeah, I think that's about it. It was a pretty newsworthy week in wrestling, I think, between the Mania announcement, the stuff on Raw, NXT. Right. Now, take over tomorrow. Daytona 500 tomorrow. XFL games today. You mentioned the NBA stuff. It's pretty pretty fun weekend to be a sports fan, wrestling fan, whatever. So hopefully everyone enjoys it all, and we'll be back here next week to uh, break it all down again. Yeah, man. Pretty eventful. You can catch uh, Graham on Twitter at WrestleRant. Does great work for Bleacher Report, Fan Side of DDT, also WrestleRant Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at Randy J. Cruz, R-E-N-D-Y. The letter J C R U Z. Find the two out of three falls podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify. Give us a rating, five star rating, uh, comment, uh, download, subscribe. Just so show some love and support to the show, Grandma Man. Always appreciated. Of course, Randy. Appreciated as always. Great time, and I'll talk to you next week. All right, man. Take it easy. All right, you too. Adios. All right.